0: power in the name of Jesus. When you speak the name of Jesus into the air, there's things that break. Chains break up in the spiritual realms. Hallelujah, Jesus. God, we encounter you tonight, God. God, we're here to be with you, Lord. Jesus. There is an army rising up in this room, God, to be with you, God. You're part of this army, just follow with the words. Say, There's an army rising up and declare it. There's an army rising up. Break every chains, break every chains, break every chain. Break every chain, break every chain, break every chain. Break every chain, break every chain. Welcome to a church that praises God and worships Him in spirit and in truth. Hallelujah, Jesus. 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 We praise you, Lord. We worship you this evening, God. We want to encounter you, Lord. This is not your regular service. This is not your regular Sunday service or Wednesday service. This is encounter night. This is a time to encounter God and worship. It is a time to face God, to come to Him and praise and worship. Hallelujah, Jesus. Oh, Ramandeesho, Baba Oh. Sing this to the Lord from your heart. Don't look to your neighbor. Don't look behind you. Don't look ahead of you. Close your eyes. Come on. God wants you to encounter him tonight. God is jealous for you tonight. Jesus. Hallelujah. Come on, everybody. Sing it together. That I can't contain. That I can't control. I want more of You, God. I want more of You, God. Come on, everybody! Set a fire down in my soul that I can't contain, that I can't control. I want more. to your grace, can nothing compare to your mercy, can nothing compare to the love that you have for us to come down from your throne and die the cross for us, God. We thank you, Jesus, and we want you to burden us, God. Burden us, Jesus. My soul that I can't contain, that I can't control.
1: There's not one more.
2: right now with your own mouth with your own mouth right now you let him know there's no place that you would rather be than here in his love let him know out of the overflow of your heart the mouth speaks come on let your heart speak tonight let him know how much you need him how much you desire him God is so present here tonight Come on, when his children gather in one room, God comes. When his children get hungry, when his children get thirsty, he comes. He promised that the hungry, that the thirsty would be filled. Come on, it's time to get hungry and thirsty for God. It's time to decide that there's nothing else that you want in this world but to be with him, but to be in his will, but to be in his presence, but to sit at his feet, but to give him adoration and love. Come on, tonight, get hungry for God. Get hungry for God, let him know. Come on, right now, let him know. Break through, there's the fear, just that shyness. Come on, get bold, get hungry for God. Bacon, get another Sita, la la Baconda, la la Bassia, Taya la Bassay, Itala la la Baconda, la la Bassita, la la Baconda, Holy Spirit, you are here, and I know that you're going to do something amazing tonight. I declare just your presence to fall down so strong in this service. As we pray, as we seek your face tonight, dear God, I know that you hear us. I know that as we intercede for the lost, dear God, as we stand in the gap for our nation, for our city, dear God, for other nations, you hear us. You hear us when we call on you. So I pray that you would be attentive to our cry tonight. And I pray, dear God, that we would be so bold as to approach your throne in confidence tonight. In Jesus' name. Come on, if you believe that, say amen. Amen. Come on, say amen. Glory to God. Come on, greet your neighbor. Come on, greet your neighbor tonight. Meet somebody new, make a new friend. Welcome to Encounter Night. Don't be shy.
1: Amen.
2: Amen, guys. Welcome to Encounter. I want to welcome all our first-time visitors. If this is your first time here, raise your hand.
1: woo
2: <laughs> Are we getting any first-time visitors on this side? Yeah, we have one family right over here. I'll point her out to you guys. Amen. We're so happy to be here. This is Metro Praise where we're loving God and loving who? People. We're loving people. You guys feel loved? You guys feel amen. We're doing our job. Amen. We have our services, main services Sunday at 9 a.m. and 11. So you're all more than welcome to come join us in worship. This is Encounter, our family service, where we come and we pray and we intercede. So uh, And we pray for the lost and anything that's on your heart, we come we We open up the mic, and then we have our Elevate Youth service Friday at 7.30. Elevate! Every Friday at 7.30, come join us. If you know anybody from the ages of 11 to 18, welcome them to come. Our vision here at Metro Praise is loving God and loving people. Our strategy is to connect them to Jesus, mentor them about Jesus, and send them out. Everybody say, send them out. We have a goal of 100,000 souls here in the city of Chicago. Amen? 50 churches here and 500 all around the world. This is so awesome. Right now, our pastors are overseas right now, and they are just on a mission trip. God is just adding to our numbers, so we're believing for these numbers. We're believing this is the goal that God has given us. Isn't that awesome? As we speak about it right now, as we share the goal, God is doing it. This is God's heart. So just join the vision, get connected, get mentored, get sent out, because that could be you in a couple of years, or months, or whatever God has planned. One of the ways we get you connected here at Metro Praises is the Life Group. You guys are connected to Life Group Say the Who likes going to Life Group? Life Group is the Bible study. At our
3: All right, you know. But here, we set up grills and speakers, and the whole community opened up. They came over from all different directions, and it was just so powerful because God's Holy Spirit was working in Ohio Park. And for my students, and my team to get on a high level with these kids, just giving them the love. They don't deserve so much love. Sometimes you know, parents don't give the love that they you need. Know, are just kind of pouring into them, just like God is pouring into us, sharing the same love God showed us to totally impact us. You know, I had this little boy, Victor, came into my arms the other day. I was in the middle of preaching a lesson. He jumped in my arms, and I said, "Victor, do you love Jesus?" And he says, "Of course." shouted that in the mic and that just melted these kids we, you guys are in the community they are here we are just doing this for one week and I just want to encourage you to go back and minister because many of us weren't ministered to at such an age what impact and that you could have starting from so small to work all the way up we call that a rise of a new church. You guys, aren't, you, guys are the, you guys are the church who's coming in your place. All right? So just thank you for being here. Thank you for doing what you guys do. And thank you for hosting us in your beautiful city of Chicago. And as Pastor Joe always says, Chicago for Jesus.
2: Amen. If you guys want to get connected with what he's talking about, just going out to the west side, you can talk to my sister again because it's every Saturday. They meet here at 10 a.m. and they go out and they preach the gospel and do this every single Saturday. So if that's your heart, get connected and don't let us hold you back. Amen. Here's my husband with the word.
0: Praise the Lord. Science team, you guys are awesome. Come on, somebody who's ready for the word now. Praise God. Let's turn our Bibles to Acts chapter 16 you ready for the word, say amen. If you've been waiting for the word all week long, say amen. The title of my message is, What Must I Do? Can you say, What Must I Do? Amen. Here we go. Acts chapter 16, verse 25. We're going to start verse 25 down to thirty, verse 31. If you're there, say amen one more time. Here we go. About midnight. Paul and Silas were praying and singing hymns to God, and other prisoners were listening to them. Suddenly there was such a violent earthquake that the foundation of prison was shaken. At once all the prison doors flew open and everybody's chains came loose. The jailer woke up, and when he saw the prison doors open, he drew his sword and was about to kill himself because he thought the prisoners had escaped. But Paul shouted, don't harm yourself. We are all here. The jailer called for lights, rushed in and fell trembling before Paul and Silas. He then brought them out and asked, sir, what must I do to be saved? Can you repeat that with me? One, two, three. Sir, what must I do to be saved? They replied, believe in the Lord Jesus and you will be saved, you and your household. Amen. What must I do? Raise your hand if you've ever been th- in critical situations. Raise your hand if you're in a tough situation right now. Well, this message is for you. Here we go. We see Paul and Silas. They're in Rome. They're preaching the gospel of Jesus Christ, furthering God's kingdom. And they are in this city. And they meet a w- young woman, and they she walks them to the house, and, and, and you know, they get fed. They get sleep there, and they get comfort. God favors them. He blesses them because they're doing God's work. They're doing God's will. What happens after that, they go, continue traveling Rome, and they encounter this woman. Actually, she's a young girl. She's a fortune teller. Now this fortune teller is just, all of a sudden, she's just proclaiming, speaking out loud, saying, These men are for the most high God. They're here to bring you salvation. Over and over again, day after day after day, she's going over just saying who these men are. And Paul gets troubled and he turns to this girl and says, In the name of Jesus, I command you, Spirit, to leave. And this girl gets delivered. Praise God for that. But now the owner of this girl hears the news. And what happens next? He gets the authorities to come and get Paul and Silas. Paul and Silas get persecuted, get shamed up, get beat up, and thrown into prison. That's why they are in prison, as we read here. You might be asking, what must I do if I end up in prison? What must I do if, if something like that happens to me? In your situation right now, you might be asking, what must I do in my situation? Whatever it might be. Let me tell you what Paul and Silas did. It says in verse 25, about midnight, Paul and Silas were praying and singing hymns to God. And other prisoners were listening to them. Sure, suddenly there was such a violent earthquake that the foundations of prison were shaken. At once, all the prison doors flew open and everybody's chains came loose. Right here, we learn what we must do when the situations get critical. When you're in a circumstance where you know what, you're troubled. You don't know what to do. You're asking, what must I do? You know what you should do? Pray and sing hymns to God from your hearts. Come to the Lord with songs, praying. Now, there's two things that that Paul and Silas prayed for. They prayed. For grace that God will be with them, and they pray for the salvation of the persecutors. Look at the heart that they have, asking God, God, save these persecutors that are they are torturing us in your situation. Will you be willing to do that? Pray for the ones that hurt you, pray the ones that there are there that, that are making you feel, you know, just that feeling where you're like, Man, why am I going through this? Let's open up our Bibles to Ephesians chapter five. Verse 17. And when you get there, say amen. Everybody say, what must I do? Say one more time. What must I do? I wonder what's next. Never mind. Here we go. Ephesians chapter 5, verse 17. And we're going to read verse 17 to verse 20. Is everybody there? Praise God. Two things that we do. What, what we should do and what not to do. Therefore, Do not be foolish, but understand what the Lord's will is. Don't be foolish. Don't do that. And also, do not get drunk on wine, which leads to debauchery. Instead, be filled with the Spirit. That's what you should do. And also, speak to one another with with psalms, hymns, and spiritual songs. Sing and make music in your heart to the Lord. Here we learn. The Bible teaches us what we can do and what not to do. How many people have found in some circumstances? I was there before I was saved. When things were harsh and I go, you know what? Let me go drink some beer. Let me get drunk. Or let me get try this cigarette. But you know what, Pastor? You don't understand. It's so hard. I, I got no other choice. The Bible says sing, pray, seek God. Be filled with the Spirit. Do not be a fool. Don't go to the things that are going to br- bring you more in, into the hole. Let's turn to... Um, Acts chapter 4, verse 29. When you get there, say amen. Acts chapter 4, verse 29. Let me tell you one thing before I read this. That when you do this, when you pray and sing, God's going to come to your rescue. This, this next following scriptures we're going to learn or he's going to show us what God does to those people that pray. Verse twenty-nine. Everybody there. X Acts tw- Acts four, verse twenty-nine. We're going to read down to tw- thirty-one. Now, Lord, consider their their threats and enable your servant to speak your word with great boldness. Stretch out your hand to heal the. P- Heal and perform miraculous signs and wonders through the name of your holy servant, Jesus. After they prayed, the place where they were meeting was shaken, and they were all filled with with the Holy Spirit and spoke the words of God boldly. This is a prayer of Peter. This is a believer's prayer, like his title up there. What did Peter do? He prayed. You know, he's preaching the gospel. I'm pretty sure he's getting persecuted too. He's hearing people just, you know, Cursing out the name of God. And then what Peter do? He, he prays to God. And God comes and rescues He gives him the boldness and the courage to continue preaching the gospel and say the right words. Let's go to Acts chapter 12, verse 7 to 11. We're going to read. When you get there, say amen. Is everybody keeping up? Am I going too fast? Is good? Verse 7, chapter 12. In book of Acts says, suddenly an angel of the Lord appeared and a light shone, shone in the cell. He struck Peter in the side and woke him up. Quick, get up, he said. And the chains fell off Peter's wrist. Then the angel said to him, put on your clothes and sandals. And Peter did so. Wrap your cloth around you and follow me. The angel told him, Peter, follow him out of the prison. But he had no idea what the angel was doing was really happening. He thought he was seeing a vision. They passed first and second guards and came to the iron gate leading the city. Check that out. It opened for them by itself and they went through it. When they had walked in length of one street, suddenly the angel left them. Then Peter came to himself and said, Now I know without a doubt that the Lord sent his angel and rescued me from heralds, clutches, and from everything the Jewish people were anticipating. What do we learn here? God's rescue Peter from this persecution. God came forth. He promises that he's going to come forth for you if you just pray, if you just seek God. Let's turn to our Bibles to so Philippians chapter 4, verse 4. Philippians 4, verse 4. And we're going to read 4 to 7. When you get there, say amen, nice and loud. All right. So we'll make sure when to start. Here we go. Verse 4, chap- chapter 4. Rejoice in the Lord always. I will say it again. Rejoice. Let your gentleness be evidence to all. The Lord is near. Do not be anxious about anything, but in everything, by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, present your requests to God, and the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, will guard your heart's in your mind, in Christ Jesus. Who needs a peace of mind in here? Who needs to guard their their heart and their mind with some peace of God? Well, you know what? First thing you do, you present your request unto God. Ask the Lord. What is it you need? Ask the Lord, what is it that, what is your must, what must I do situation you're in right now? What is your what must I do circumstance you're in right now? Bring it unto the Lord. He will give you peace among all this. Paul and Silas, they could have been fearing. They could have been doubting God. They could have been cursing out God for the situation they were in for preaching the gospel. But you know what? They didn't do it. Why? Because they knew their God. Let's continue reading. Let's go to the main text in Acts chapter 16. And let's read verse 27 and down. Verse 27. Everybody back in main text? Verse 27 reads, the jailer woke up, and when he saw the prison doors open, he drew his sword and was about to kill himself because he thought the prisoners had escaped. But Paul shouted, don't harm yourself. We are all here. You might have a, you know, you got to understand right here, this jailer was given a responsibility to keep over the prisoners. His responsibility was making sure that all these prisoners get out of the jail, Okay, if they, if they did, his life will be dependent on them, even to execution. So if he will allow any of these prisoners to get out, he will be executed. So what happens? He hears the earthquake, they tremble. But you don't want, let me tell you one thing about this jailer that was keeping over them. He was listening to their, to their songs and praises. He was listening to how loud they were preaching. He was listening to it, because you know what? You got to understand this jail place this jail that they were in—it was a dungeon. Let me give you a definition of dungeon. Definition of dungeon is a strong, dark prison cell, usually underground, as in a medieval castle. I'm like, this is a dungeon. Paul and Silas are just shouting out to God. They're praising Him, being persecuted, stomped on, spit on, shamed up. They're still singing to Him, and they're preaching that. It says in the scriptures that everybody in the prison was listening to them. And don't you think that uh, that uh, that the keeper was listening to them as well. Yes, he was. Yes, he was. He was there listening to them. We go on and says right here. That's why when when he found out that everything was just broken up and the prisoners were set free because of the earthquake, he's about to kill himself. They're gonna execute me. You might be in a situation as the jailer is. You might you might be thinking to yourself, man, I I messed up so much. You might be given responsibility, and you said. I I've, I've screwed it. You might probably hurt somebody so bad. You probably have lost your hope. You probably have lost, you probably hurt somebody so bad that you're just like, you're like the jailer. You're like, man, forget about this. You lost hope. Somebody getting me? Somebody understand what I'm trying to say? Somebody here might, I know because the Lord gave me this word. Somebody here is in a situation that jailer where, you know what? you might have given responsibility and fell or let somebody down or let a family member down or lost trust of a lost one or hurt somebody so bad or fell at something over and over again or you even have unforgiveness for yourself or even had thoughts of suicidal like this man did. But let me tell you what Paul did. He told him, don't harm yourself. We're all here. And let me tell you what it means by we're all here. The church is here. Jesus Christ is here tonight. You must be asking, what must I do? But you know what? We're all here. This is what you must do. You must come here. You must come and ask God. You must come and sing to him. You must come and say and sing praises to him. You must come and bring your must. what must I do to him because we're all here. And here is hope. Here is faith. Here is healing. Here is restoration. Here it is tonight for you. In a few moments, we're going to have reflection time to this. word. In a few minutes, we're going to encounter the Lord because this is not your regular service. This is encounter night. It's a slash prayer meeting service, whatever you want to call it. But it's your time for you to get one-on-one with the Lord. And everybody will participate to pray. Come up to this mic and pray whatever the need in your heart. Amen? Here we go. One thing I want you to understand about this jailer, he was a heathen, definition of a heathen, an unconverted individual of a people that did not acknowledge the God of the Bible, a person who is neither Jew, Christian, nor Muslim, slash pagan. Now, you must be asking yourself, like, well, man, I can't compare to this man. He's a heathen. Whether you're Catholic, whether you don't believe, whether... You've been walking with the Lord a few years or one month, don't matter. This man was a heathen. Let me tell you what happened to him. He came to Paul, and it says, the jailer called for the light. He rushed in the and fell trembling before Paul and Silas. Then he brought them out and asked, you understand this place was completely dark. He rushed for light, the fire, and he came to Paul and Silas after hearing them singing and praising. And he said to them, sir, what must I do to be saved? And then Paul and Silas replied, believe in the Lord and you will be saved. You and your entire household. God wants to save you tonight. God wants to not to save you, but save your entire family, your siblings, your children, your husband, your wife, whichever, your aunts, your entire family. Let's turn to the Bible. Let's go to Acts chapter 2, verse 37. Where, a perfect example where God promises that he wants to just not just save you, but your entire family. Acts chapter 2, verse 37. When everybody gets there, say amen. What must I do? What must I do in this situation, in this tough time? It might be financial. It might be your marriage. It might be with with your children or siblings. You have your must I do. I know that. Everybody there? Verse 37 reads, when the people heard this, they were cut to the hearts and said to Peter and the other apostles, brother, what shall we do? Peter replied, repent and be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ, for the forgiveness of your sins, and you will receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. The promise is for you and your children, for all who are far off, for all whom the Lord our God will call. Look at this promise. If you believe this tonight, say amen. If you're going to bring your what must I do, say amen. If you just already had with with your, your thoughts of failure, your thoughts of unforgiveness, your thoughts of whatever situation you might be in right now, bring it to the Lord tonight. Because let me tell you something. It's going to start with praying. It's going to start with singing songs to the Lord. You, God wants to hear you so loud to shake foundations and to pray, and to just break the chains that are in the spiritual realm tonight. Amen. Let us all stand up, please, in our feet. And let's just join me in closing in prayer. In the next few minutes, we're going to just reflect in the word of God and just ask God to to meet your need. Begin to think. If you can feel free to come up to the altar, feel free to begin to sing to God and pray to him.
1: Presence is all